7 o'clock tomorrow night on the East Dock. Make sure he gets it right. But it's alive! And everyone on the planet is going to line up to appreciate it and everything done. People would say they could see the fleas. Oh, I could see the fleas. Mommy, can't you see the fleas? Are, are these characters uh, auto-erotic? No, no, no. Come on! Hello and welcome to a special update episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and today we're going to bring you a little bit of um, kind of like a news roundup of all the latest stuff that's been going on in the Jurassic franchise. There's been so much news out there, whether it's merchandising, uh, live shows, just so much stuff. And uh, today I've brought on contributor to the podcast, Aaron Beyer, to uh, discuss all this with me. So how you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good, man. Like things have been so crazy busy. I finally had a weekend to to just kind of relax and like catch up on the podcast. There's been so much news and <laughs> it there's been so much content on the podcast lately that like there hasn't really been like any discussion on like yeah. what's going on with like all this news. It's been like, oh, here's the news, here's the news, here's the news. Here's this week's like really cool awesome segment, but like no no one has really and you and I haven't had a chance to like really like catch up and talk about like what does all this mean and like and how excited are people for this stuff you know um yeah so yeah it's it's good to catch up with you i know it's been a long time since probably early december was the last time we got a chance to chat like online like this so i'm excited to kind of dive into this stuff because there's some really exciting stuff and it like you said it's been so fast-paced we haven't had a chance like i'll record all the news segments myself and kind of just say here's the facts here is sort of what i think blah 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 real quick you know, it's like maybe like two to three minute segment or something like that. So it's not anything, you know, diving deep or anything like that. And then we have all our other great segments. So, it, yeah, you're right. There hasn't been that like deep discussion where we talk all about this stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, what do you want to cover first? There's so much. Well, I, I want to let's start off with like I feel like this is probably the biggest one, the biggest news item, uh, Jurassic World Live. Um, so this one was released um, a f well, like January 25th or so. Um, Feld Entertainment, which produces all these live shows, is going to be developing Jurassic World Live, going to all kinds of cities around the entire world um, with a stage show. So basically like an arena setting. Um, I've seen a lot of these shows. I'm sure a lot of you have, like the Disney's on Ice and uh, – monster jams and all those things like so those are usually taking place on like an arena setting right on the floor and like kind of like i don't know if they usually do like the full stadium or just part of it but um but you'll have like a full set and we actually have a picture of it on our website in this article um so it's it's awesome have you gotten a chance to uh, take a look at that yeah you know i see this image and uh i mean it looks neat it, it's it's kind of tough to tell. It looks like they have like almost like a Kenner triceratops in there. And then I know. Right? Um, yeah. And then like some like made up stegosaurus. But is it kind of going to be a show like there was like a walking with dinosaurs or something a few years back? Is is this like that kind of show you think? Yeah, I would assume so. These these animatronics are really big. They're like something like giant like they're really tall really big. And, and uh, where's, there was. Oh, yeah. Here it says extending up to 40 feet long. Um, so actually, before we get too deep, let me actually read these um, press releases here, uh, parts of them. So it says, this one's from PR Newswire. It says, Feld will 
concept, produce, and tour the multi-year arena show, which is scheduled to launch fall 2019 in the United States and will continue globally, featuring a herd of uh, life-size dinosaurs extending up to 40 feet long. Using state-of-the-art projection mapping, fans will be transported right onto Isla Nublar. And with the addition of sophisticated animatronics and performer-operated characters, the dinosaurs will literally be the biggest stars of the show as the story is told through human and dinosaur interaction. Um, And then the next one here is actually from the CEO of Feld Entertainment, Kenneth Feld. This is... um, Feld Entertainment has the expertise and experience to bring this iconic franchise to life through an innovative format in an immersive arena setting coupled with unique narratives uh, that include iconic locations and fan-favorite dinosaurs, creating edge-of-your-seat live entertainment that is a mix between a stunt show and a 3D thrill attraction. Um, all that stuff sounds really exciting to me. Um, I'm so pumped to see more from this. And yeah, that picture doesn't show much. Um, but a lot of these details in these releases are, are pretty interesting. You know, when I first read that release, like the first thing I God, is this is terrible. The first thing I thought was like, shame on Universal Studios, like the theme park. This is something <laughs> that should have been because you know, everyone says about the Jurassic Park land Islands of Adventure. It's like, eh, there's really nothing to do there. It's a great looking building and the ride is kind of fun, but it's a water ride, right? Like. It's the last thing you do during the day is, is head to the water ride so you're not soaking wet around the park. And it's like, what are they doing over there? They've got they've got that lost continent area that like it doesn't fit into any kind of universal franchising. And they've got like a, a theater, uh, like an amphitheater <laughs> in that section. Uh-huh. Why is there not a stunt show around Jurassic Park or Jurassic World like being written to for that park? Like – I used to I used to go to school on the back lot of of Universal Studios and like every time we'd walk by that amphitheater there was like nobody at the show. They still have to put on the show, right? Because it says that they're going to do it every yeah. like half hour to an hour and there's like a few people and it's like Is that the Sinbad Jurassic... show? I think, right? Is it the what? Sinbad? I think is yeah, that the like show. Yeah, it's like Sinbad or something like yeah. that, which I think Sinbad's actually fairly popular overseas um in, in the east, but like I just I don't understand like, what are they do? Like, this is something that easily, just like I was saying about the, uh, oh shoot, the Jurassic World ex- exhibition, right? Uh-huh. That stuff belongs at Universal Studios. Why is it not there? Is it is it just the heat? Is Here's it the thing: the, the moisture. Like, what is going? Like, why is this stuff not at Universal Studios? Why well, is it an extra thing that's going to travel around? I mean, this is kind of like an ongoing thing that's been happening for you know since Jurassic Park. They've had these touring shows. Um, but, it, you know, we actually talked about it, me and Jen, uh, Jennifer Tarek, we talked about it in the mailbag segment coming up on Monday um, about like a lot of the reasoning behind, you know, uh, not fitting anything else in that park. It's due to the size, really. There's there's nowhere for anything. So it, sure, it, it, it's due to the size. But come on, man, shut down Lost Continent. And and like, yeah, what is that? What is that even like? It's it, isn't it right next to Jurassic Park? Just move the main gate, put put this awesome lot i mean this this little table that uh this man and this woman are standing in front of look better than anything in the jurassic park land uh at islands of adventure like they invested all that money in harry potter which isn't even a universal property it's a massive property don't get me wrong but like jurassic park is the biggest property that universal has going on for it aside from like maybe the 
Fast and Furious franchise. Like, I just feel like they're not utilizing this franchise well enough. And there's now there's two traveling exhibits that are better than anything that Universal has to offer at their actual theme park. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, the thing about like Lost Continent, it's not really in, I mean, it's not really in the right area. It's uh, across the waterway. I mean, yeah, they could th- retheme that area, but it would be like transitioning from Dr. Seuss to Jurassic World or something and then going into Harry Potter, you know, because Hogsmeade is right there, but then going over to Jurassic Park. So it would kind of be, uh, you know, ruining the thematic element of that park, which is the islands of adventure. Like there's supposed to be these different islands, you know, like the superhero island, uh, you know, the um, – cartoon area i forget what it's called um so all that stuff so it's kind of tough that park's very very tough to kind of solve you know what but it would not be the first time that a theme park has been renamed call it universal's universal adventure or something i don't know no that's the problem that that park used to be called or they wanted to call it or they did call it universal escape and it failed miserably like critically like nobody understood what it was like they just didn't know and i think that's part of the 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 problem as well it's just it's dude it's like the tightest quarters in that park so it would it would take a lot of demolishing there there used to be um a nice like triceratops encounter in in oh i know i remember seeing it when i was a kid it was fantastic yeah now they have the velociraptor encounter which is great like it's really popular and it's it's a fun little thing but it's literally like a two-minute interaction you stand in line for you know half an hour or something, and then it's a two-minute interaction. Doesn't take up much of any space at all, so that's nice. But yeah, it's kind of tough. But something like this, they would need a sizable area, um, and I don't know how easily that would be without having that disconnect uh, between the parks and you know spanning something here and there. Plus, there's there's going to be a lot coming, um, most likely in another area. So it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, weave in stuff like this. But I think it's good. You know, those people that can't go to Disney or not Disney, Universal uh, or Florida in general or California even, they can't like make the trip out and pay $100 a day essentially to to do these things. These live shows are not $100 a day. Um, You know, the the exhibition was like anywhere from like $19 to $35. So and you got a great experience, you know. You could spend 30 minutes to two hours in there. Um, This thing will probably be, you know, an hour and a half, two hours or something like that. And I'm sure it won't be much more than $35 or maybe, you know, maybe a little bit more depending on your seating. So I think it's tough. You can't expect people to um, see everything that they want to see at Universal Studios. You know, it's kind of Yeah, but that's still my argument, man. Like, of of course no one wants to go spend $100 a day at Universal Studios when they're just – they're giving it away for 20 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Philadelphia or Chicago, right? Like, I, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, they're just, they're just mishandling it at that theme park. And they have, they have the ability to do amazing and beautiful things there. They just need to regroup. And I mean, it's tough to say don't pay attention to Harry Potter, right? Because it's like the biggest <laughs> franchise, you know, of the century, uh, aside from Marvel, which they, they kind of have over there, I guess. Um, you know, yeah. no one really, no one really recognizes that as like a true Marvel land anymore. It's just this, this hodgepodge of like, and it kind of is Marvel and it kind of isn't because they can't associate themselves with the movies, no, which yeah, is all just like comic centric. That's about it's it. It's comic centric, but it's like, come on, man, let's face it. The real star of the Marvel universe right now is the movies and they can't touch those. And so it's like, 
I don't know. That theme park is that theme park is. I don't want to say in a lot of trouble, but they've got to figure something out. Oh. And I hope it doesn't mean just closing down the Jurassic Park land and revamping it. That park is is a complete mess, and it's kind of at this point where they got to do a lot of changing. It's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, from and what they got to do is just just sell off the theme park rights. Like just just bail. You know, at this point, it's not making any sense. They can't add anything. Like they're not going to be able to change anything. So they have to just sell off the rights and just, you know, cut their losses. I think that's what they need to do. Give it to Disney, and then Disney's going to take it and just, you know, destroy everything and just make, you know, tons of stuff. Um, because right now they can't make anything east of the Mississippi in the theme parks for Marvel. Um, so aside from, uh, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and um, a few other of their, like, lesser-known properties – um, lesser known, but they're like making billions of dollars on these things. But it's funny. There's they can use some, but not the main like Captain Americas and Iron Mans and all that. So right. But yeah, that park's a mess. I I think they're they've they've purchased new land, so we might see something in a different area completely. So I don't know if that spells the demise of that area or hey, let's make it an addition. Uh, Steven Spielberg's pretty touchy with his um franchises in the parks so i don't know what his you know reaction would be so the reaction to what closing down jurassic park and and transitioning it to a jurassic world yeah 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 because he's touchy with his his franchises in the parks i mean they they let go of jaws yeah but he um he's very like iffy about uh jurassic park and et he doesn't want to let those go so We'll see. See, like, E.T. is such a weird one to me. Like, why is – like, don't get me wrong. E.T. is a classic. But is it is it relevant by today's, like, standards of, like, giant blockbuster movies? Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, I feel like – not that I wanted to let the Jurassic Park stuff go, but there, there's got to be some kind of pressure to be like, look, you got to make this – got to make it better. And, these, and this live show that is going to happen is better – why not take notes from these these exhibitions and and what they're going to do with this live show and and just do something we're getting off topic but it's just like <laughs> this this turned into like let's celebrate the live show and I'm just bashing on Universal Studios well, but Well here's the thing I, I, there's I'm so much s- to learn and this is going to be awesome and Universal's not going to enjoy the the fruits of that right I don't know I'm going to spend money I'm going to go to this I've gone to the exhibition several times and I'm going to go to Universal Studios. I mean, I can do that. So I, I have the opportunity to buy those tickets and do those things. I'm going to experience all of them. And, yeah, maybe not everybody can. But everybody that is, like, going to the parks are going to go to the parks. It's They're making their money there. They're just adding these, you know, bonuses. They're making, like, so much more off of this, I think. So it, it's interesting. And I think it's a really cool concept. And I think um, – I just don't know how they're going to um, utilize, like, uh, the franchise in this, like, live setting because it's very action-packed now. You know, it's not like – I don't know. I, I've never seen Walking with Dinosaurs. I don't know how action-packed it is. Um, I feel like it's more just kind of, you know, lumbering and, and maybe some, you know, scary moments here and there. But Jurassic World is full of scary moments where – uh, guests get eaten and bad stuff happens. And then Fallen Kingdom has volcanoes exploding. And this is going to take place, 
you know, in 2019, they're they're touring this. So I really don't know, like, where is it going to fall? Like, what kind of storyline is it going to have? Is it, it, you know, the logo on this this image actually just says Jurassic World. So I don't know if it's going to be like some offshoot of like the Jurassic World story, you know, pre uh, Indominus, you know, escape. Or is it going to be something, you know, Fallen Kingdom related? That'll be hard to replicate, I think. Um, so I feel like it's pre kind of Jurassic World. What do you think? I think it might be like a side story or like an offshoot or a spinoff or something. Like, like you're right. It just says Jurassic World. So we just know it's going to involve the licensing of the characters and the dinosaurs. And I would imagine that you'll see uh, the Indominus Rex or, uh, you know, something else um, show up. Uh, in in this uh, thing, maybe related to Fallen Kingdom or something like that, but it, I because like you said, the movies are PG thirteen. These live shows, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, I have very specific memories of like uh, Sesame Street Live when I was like a kid, and I remember Power Rangers Live when I was a kid. But these are shows generally designed for kids, mm-hmm. um, and it ends up being a family show because kids can't like take themselves, you know, to the arena by themselves, right? So. Yeah. Can you really – I can see you having danger, right? I can see you having like uh, like a volcano or, or an urgent matter, but they surely can't have these animals eating people like on stage. <laughs> like there's a difference between going to a movie and seeing it, right? Because you yeah. say to your kid like, hey, it's just pretend. It's all like in the computer. It's all movie magic, right? But when you go to a live show, like can you literally show a, a quote-unquote live performance of someone being – like eaten like that that just seems so violent to me um for something that's gonna really be marketed for kids don't get me wrong i'm going to see this thing yeah um but i'm also like 32 so i think i think it'll be a a bunch of close calls or something like that but at the same time you go to disney uh disney world and uh at hollywood studios they have the indiana jones stunt show and indiana jones is like shooting people left and right they're falling off buildings and exploding and you know so i mean there isn't like there isn't anything saying you can't do that stuff but i i i think it would be a little too brutal for like dinosaurs to like you know, come and chomp you and just like lift some dude up in the air and swallow him like the bull T-Rex with the, you know, pit in its belly where you could pull the figure through. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I think it'll be a bunch of close calls and and some just like, you know, probably something like, um, you know, uh, uh, Courtney Clark, you know, she did uh, the Mosasaurus announcements in Jurassic World, something like that, where she's like, over here we have the nice triceratops and the stegosaurus. Why don't you come get a close look or something like that? You know, so it'll be interesting. Okay, so maybe maybe the show is something along the lines of like you're a visitor at Jurassic World and yeah. most of the show is this is this nice um you know, this nice day at the park and you're, you're getting all this informational like stuff about the dinosaurs and then something goes wrong, right? They've got to capture I would imagine it would be around like recapturing the animals or something um, when something goes wrong. So I don't know. We'll see. This this little picture of this set looks really cool, but yeah. uh, you know that's that's in 2019. So so who knows? I I really want to stay on top of it. I really want to go to this. Yeah. I really want to do a meetup. You know, a, another oh, fan absolutely. meetup like the exhibition would be awesome. It will. Th- that'll for sure be happening. Um, one of the uh, or the cool things about this photo which would be awesome if we could get everybody to do this is it looks like I have a feeling there might be like VIP seating. Um, 
I don't know if you can see it, but there's like gyrospheres around the edge of the arena, it looks like, and like half open gyrospheres or something. So it looks like it might be like blue seating, like on the edge of, of this uh, experience, which would be really awesome if that was included. I mean, it'd probably be a pretty price there, but um, that'll be interesting if that's what that could be. It would be really cool if the VIP seating moved around the edge of the stage. Huh. Just like rolled around. <laughs> like on a track, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. The idea of the gyrosphere is so like silly at the at this at this stage of the game. Not saying it couldn't happen. But um it would be kind of neat if like your just perspective was changing as maybe like the the gyrosphere kind of like moved in like a U shape or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. But Let's um, do it. that'd be really cool. I'd be <laughs> I'd be down to to be a part of that. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. I, I have no more details. That was about all that came out. Um it looks cool. So I guess go check that one out. Um, let's see. What else do we have here that we can talk about? Uh, there was some Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Lego sets that came out. Are you excited yeah. about these? No. <laughs> Here's You're not? The thing. I, I like – I really like Legos um, or Lego. Um, uh, but I don't buy them for myself. That's my problem. Um they're they're expensive and I just I just don't buy them. I I only have um Star Wars ones for the moment. I don't have any of the Jurassic World ones. Um but I agree that they they do look really awesome and I am kind of I'm kind of excited for them because they look a little bit cooler to me than the previous ones that came out. Um hmm I'm going to disagree with you on everything you just said. <laughs> That's cool. I feel like so like I have I have all the original run of the Jurassic World Legos, but it was something that like I knew was coming out and so I had managed to be like, okay, Legos are usually X amount of dollars, so I made sure that I was saving for like the big ones, which was the T-Rex and the Indominus. And then it was like, you know, the the $20 ones and the $30 ones were a little easier to like kind of stomach and just uh maybe like I'll say impulse buy or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, like knowing that they were coming, but those are easier to pick up. Right. Yeah. Um, what I've, what, what I noticed about, um, these sets is that before to get the T-Rex and the Indominus, you were locked into like $80 minimum, right? Because the T-Rex was the second size set, the second largest. And then the Indominus was the largest. And so what's interesting is, is they've, put the T-Rex in the juniors because every little kid wants the T-Rex figure, you know? So they put they put in the juniors the T-Rex, it looks like, and then it's like there's really not like a giant massive set, not that we've seen, um, but it just looks like these are all kind of like average size sets, um, and they all, they all have a cool dinosaur figure because let's face it, like that's what most people – are after with these things I'll, I'll end up picking these up and i'm hoping um you know one of these shows like a carno um yeah there, so, it is yeah it's on the back you can see it of uh, the uh helicopter set there's a few different dinosaurs on the back yeah and it looks like yeah so who knows i'm hoping that's not going to be a big massive um i i, I want to say the indominus was like a hundred bucks at the time like i really hope they steer clear of of those size sets yeah, that's my problem. I just don't. I don't. I, it's not. That's not worth it to me. 
Um, so I'll wait until somebody wants to buy it for me. But if anybody wants to buy me a gift, I feel like they end up buying me like Star Wars Legos instead. So that's usually where I fall on those. I do have to say I'm excited for the like the Duplo sets, um, you know, because I have a kid now. And I think this is going to be perfect. Like we got them. Um, what do they call? I think I think they're called like little people or something like that. Like sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little people. Um, yeah. And this looks very similar to that. So it's got a lot of the same, you know, designs and all that. So it's got like Owen riding like a T Rex or something and like a nice little tower and and all that stuff, a vehicle. So I think it looks pretty similar to that. I think I think I'm gonna pick this one up at least, you know? Like any of the little I think there's gonna be more sets coming. Um, but um uh, as far as like the, the, the kids ones, I, I might pick those up instead of, you know, the, uh, more adult centric ones, not really adult, but you know what I mean? You know, I was reminded this, this holiday of just how much kids, they love dinosaurs. We gave, finally, I, I, I bought this when the last movie came out, but the, um, Jurassic Park Jr. or whatever they were calling it, uh, at Hasbro, um, like the heroes or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I bought him the T-Rex when that came out like three years ago and I was waiting for him to become the right age. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, man, kids get it. Like he had the thing out of the box and I bought him, I want to say we bought him that we bought him like one of the, the heroes cars with like the dino, uh, trackers in it. Um, and we got him a couple like of the smaller uh, dinosaurs that went with that set. So he now has his own little like Jurassic park, I will say starter or Jurassic world, like starter kit. Right. That's all for his age. He's like, he's three or four now. Um, I mean, he gets it like he had the car out and he had the T-Rex like chomping on the car and like eating like the people and like he's never seen these movies. It's just kids know, you know, know. like yeah. it's it's weirdly ingrained in in their DNA, you know, that dinosaurs are just supposed to eat people. That's there's their sole purpose in entertainment. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they're cool. Uh, it looks like blue is a little updated on this Lego set uh, from the last iteration. Um you know, I don't know if I'm excited for another helicopter. I, I wasn't excited for the helicopter set uh, in Jurassic World. I don't know if I'm really excited for a helicopter set um, in this. I thought the T-Rex set in the last one was really cool with that giant Avatar-looking truck. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just something I like. To, I like the new logo with uh, Owen in blue there. I think that's, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to see. You know, I, I think a lot of how I feel about these is going to depend on how I feel about the new movie, maybe, if that makes any sense. I guess, yeah, exactly. I mean, because you never know how things are going to pan out. So, uh, you know, but I'm interested about this This blue. It looks so weird. Like, it just, it's a very odd coloring, like you said there. It just looks a little strange, but I kind of like it. I kind of like that. I like the helicopter. I you know you're not excited about that. Um, but like I said, I don't have any of the prior sets so those are kind of exciting to me, but it looks like a fun set. I like a like something that you can build and take hours to build. These look very simple, so that that's what kind of doesn't excite me about that. What does excite me is actually uh, a new image on the Lego website, uh, Lego.com. They're teasing um, right now. Find out mid-April 2018. Will you survive Lego Jurassic World? And there's a new image of a. I'm pretty sure this is the Carno um right now so it looks real cool i mean it's just it's not um i'll I'll send it to you if i can here it's not anything too revealing but um it's just kind of like you know a typical eye shot like we get from you know a lot of the jurassic films you know Uh, uh, right right okay 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel like we're we're obviously not getting a, a Lego Jurassic World video game this time around, um, considering that was the big video game tie-in last time. Oh, this image is cool. Yeah, that looks like what I it's would cool. imagine the Carno is yeah. going to be. It's got the horns above the head. So Yeah, so this um, is a brand new one. I, we, nobody, like, I don't think we've seen this one before. So, um, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not going to get a Lego video game this time, which is okay. I, I think the last game was so fantastic that it covered four different movies that to release one now that just covers um that just covers one would be maybe just anticlimactic or whatever i guess is that the right word i don't know i I mean that has happened they they do have a precedent of doing that though so it is it could happen i feel like maybe eventually um you know I've, i've had it done with like i think indiana jones did something similar to that um, You're right. They did the trilogy and then they did the Crystal the Skull new one. one. Yeah. Crystal and, you know, Skull, the thing yeah. was I played through that trilogy one and then the Crystal Skull one came out and I played it and then I got stuck and then I just gave up. So I never like continued. But um, I'd be interested if they made a, a Fallen Kingdom one and then added some sort of, you know, side quest, some maybe like go back and do some things from the other movies or something like that, like different things that you never touched on before. I could see something like that happening because um, – Evolution will cover a certain demographic and Lego covers a completely different demographic. So I think there's room for both. You know, I think Lego needs to, and not that anybody out there from Lego video game uh, is listening, but like they would be really wise to, they they tried with Lego Dimensions, their, their games as a platform almost where they would keep adding expansions. But I would love it if Lego just came out with, this is the Lego video game. And Every because those games are quarterly, right? Every quarter they just say, "Hey, here's the new Star Wars expansion," and it's a ten-hour game, just like an, a regular Lego game is. And then in the next quarter, it's, "Hey, here's the new Jurassic World expansion." Here's the and then so like then what you get is rather than the Toys to Life thing, which they tried, um, that didn't really pan out, but just for the price of a regular game, and I'm not saying they need to cheap it down. They don't need to say, "Oh, the expansions are twenty because it's not a." a quote-unquote full-fledged game but like it would just be great to like just have like on my playstation 4 have one lego icon that i click on that has all the games in it like every single game you know and and in the world of digital like you can make that happen and that'd be neat not that you know lego isn't uh they're not on trial here or anything right now but (laughs) uh i kind of wish they would do something like that that'd be kind of neat yeah I, I don't know. If I, that would be that sounds tough. I don't know how plausible it is, but I'd be interested in that for sure. Like being able to play other franchises and stuff. The uh, what was it? What was it called? Dimensions. That excited me, but I never actually bought into it. So uh, I was oh, like I super pumped about it. Dimensions. But it was fun. It was so I'm sure, fun. I'm sure because I but... like I liked Disney Infinity, and that was very similar. Um, right. But uh, and that you know fell off and and was discontinued. So. Um, it's, I don't know, maybe people aren't just latching onto that concept. It's not that they're latching onto the, it's not that they're not latching onto the concept. It's like, it's like they released the initial run, right? Like Lego dimensions. That's a full fledged 60. I think it was like 80 bucks to get started. Right. Because you got like toys and the pedestal and all that stuff. But then it's like, these companies don't have the, the guts to say like, well, the next thing is also $60 and it's really just an expansion. It's like, People look at the word expansion and go, oh, that's not a full game. It's like, well, if they make it a full game and they tell you, hey, for 60 bucks, it adds into this this disc or this file that you already own. But look, it's a full game. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't just buy – you just have to have the Lego platform. I don't know. There's there's ways to 
there's ways I think to get around that and, and just advertise it and market it clearly. Like this isn't an expansion. It ties into the thing you own, but it's a new thing, you know, and yeah. it would be fun. That way we would get, we would get a rogue one Lego star Wars. We would get, um, you know, a Jurassic world falling kingdom Lego star Wars, uh, you know, right now they're just locked into these, you know, oh, if it doesn't fit on a disc, like we can't like sell it. And that makes sense, I guess, in a non-internet age, but majority of people have fairly good internet, I feel like. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. Don't jinx it, man. We're doing good so far with the internet here. I don't want to, I don't want to have any issues with our recording. Yeah. Maybe. We're, we're known, me and you are known to have like big issues when it comes to like Skyping. So yeah, let's, yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't change. Everyone's it. got, everyone's got terrible internet. This is, <laughs> but, uh, so like what else is in the news that's really big right now? Um, Funko, right? I mean, that's probably one of the bigger items as well. I mean, it's such a small thing, like it's not much to it and it, but it's just like, it took over the community. Everybody's been like obsessed with these things. And we're still seeing like essentially like daily posts about that, you know, injured Malcolm. So it's it's incredible. I'm so pumped about that. Uh, all of these. I, I have not ordered them yet, but I know you have. So I think you're you're kind of excited about them, right? Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, not that I'm a big Funko. F- like, eh, I shouldn't say I'm not a Funko fan. My wife and I have an understanding that I have a problem. <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> she knows and I definitely know that if I start with Funko, like if I say I'm going to collect Funko, I'm in trouble, right? Because yeah. there's hundreds of them at this point. Um, but I am going to get the Jurassic Park ones and limit because I can like in my mind like – say oh these are i'm collecting jurassic park things so i'm gonna get these funkos um yeah i have my set ordered uh i'm excited about it um i wish they would not play this exclusivity game like i just there's rumors you know potential that like there might be a uh an exclusive at a theme park and it's like ah that's just i don't that stinks i don't want that to be the case um but the ones that they're making available for everyone are awesome um, I ordered my, uh, from entertainment earth. Uh, so I've got like the whole run coming from them. So I'm, I am also getting the Nedry with the, the spray on the face. I'm super paranoid that I'm not gonna be able to get the Ian Malcolm, uh, injured because I don't have target in Canada. Uh, I tried ordering from Australia, but it's like a region locked thing and they won't sell me the injured Ian Malcolm from this like Australian store. So I don't know. I just got to have my, my people out there looking out, you know, watching my back, uh, yeah. trying to get me an injured Malcolm uh, in the States. I know. Well, that the problem is like, you know, Target employees know that this is going to be an exclusive and they're they're not dumb. So they're, they're, they're going to be like stocking these away and being like, all right, I'm going to buy them myself and then resell them. And that's a problem. And it's happened a lot before with other items uh, from Target specifically, too. So. I'm kind of nervous about that, and I know Targets are iffy, like how they stock their stores. Some some places get all the items, other places get none of the items. And of course, yeah, like in the states here, you can order whatever you want on the website. That's pretty standard, but it's still like kind of nerve wracking. But you can't, because like I tried ordering the Jurassic Park the tumbler on the Target website, and like they're out of stock. And I'm like, oh, are how they? is the okay. Target? Yeah, it's like how is the Target warehouse out of stock? Yeah, that doesn't it's make any the sense. The Target warehouse, like, so yeah, I can't get the tumbler, which I really want because like that's something that I would use on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, 
And I've that never also seen has them. the Jurassic Park logo. I've never seen them in person either. Like I've never seen that. I've never seen the lunchbox. Uh, I have seen the the collared shirt with all the logos all over it. Uh, they did not have my size. I wanted to buy it, but I'm like, Ugh, I, I, I this one fit well, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't want it to shrink. Um, they don't have the uh, that like cool like almost surfer vibe uh, T Rex shirt, which was really cool. Yep. I I want Can't that find one that so one. bad. Um, but they, it's never been in any of my stores and I'm kind of bugged about that. And I'm afraid that this might happen as well with the, with the Malcolm. But, uh, as far as the other ones should be easy enough to get, um, right now I don't have a huge Funko problem. I've got like, I've got Snoke, I've got, um, uh, what do you call it? A Porg, Ray, Finn, Han Solo, and Harrison Ford. Uh, well, no, not just, why did I just say Harrison Ford? Uh, (laughs) Indiana Jones, um, so, yeah, I have two Harrison Fords, I guess you could say. Um, but I don't have anything else, so it's not like a huge problem. But I'll basically double that with with all these. Um, they're they're really cool. I'm least excited about, like, the whole Nedry thing. I don't really care too, too much. Um, I'm not excited about – I'm not, like, that excited about Nedry. I think he's a fine – I mean, he was a great villain um, in a movie – in the movie. But I, I don't get why Ellie is is, – is, sectioned off into this like you have to buy the car thing which i mean I, i'm gonna buy it but like why is the why is the one female character not her own doesn't have her own box um where's muldoon like he's he seems to be like the only like like kind of i'm gonna say main character from the movie i mean granted the movie doesn't have too many like like human actors right the original movie but like where's muldoon where's ray <laughs> arnold like a series two is a, would a series two be big enough to like yeah. go beyond those two those other two characters i guess lex and tim look i look the best option would be a Gennaro on a toilet like that that would be the most amazing funko pop like that has to happen um i don't know how plausible but that has to happen come on like there's there is routes for you to go there's um maybe you could make like a, a weird looking mini brachiosaurus or um what other human characters yeah like you said ray arnold muldoon um I don't know. Yeah, there's not a lot of options to be honest. Um, I don't but, know. I just think it's. I think it's kind of weird. Obviously, we're going to get a Jurassic World line um, once yeah. that movie, you know, gets going. So, you know, once Jurassic World comes out, wh- where does that leave the rest of the Jurassic Park characters? I don't know. I, um, I don't think I'm they're really excited about for it. it. You know, I'm like I said, I'm going to buy them. You know, because just because I'm I'm a huge Jurassic fan, obviously. Um, really. You know, but. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I I was I'm, I'm glad that the sickle claw is on the raptor. I think that was yes, a, a, I know, right? That would have been a major oversight had they not, you know, managed that. Um, I love that Alan is holding the the raptor claw. I think that's great. Um, you know, every, everyone's got their everyone's got their little you know their gear. Even Malcolm's got his like blue crystal necklace or whatever, mm-hmm. which is is such a little detail that's that's fantastic. Yeah, the attention to detail uh, on these and basically any franchise they do so good um i i just love them but yeah i i can pretty much guarantee that they'll do a second line like for jurassic park there's enough for them to do um and then jurassic world definitely there's going to be um some um because if you look at other franchises that they do they have some of the most obscure stuff that you've like never even heard of other franchises and characters so for Jurassic Park, you have to bet that there's going to be another line. Like it's guaranteed, I think. You know, and I think what took just so long for this to happen is that just Universal does not 
I don't know. Do they do they not know how to play well with with like other companies that make their stuff like to make licensed stuff like is their licensing department like not that great because like <laughs> i feel like like the fast and furious franchise that's their other giant franchise there's not like a ton of you know merchandise out there for that like and kids like cars you know i mean mm-hmm. i guarantee i could go find a matchbox that's got the fast and furious um yeah. you know decals on it or something like that but like how 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 is the Fast and Furious franchise not just huge at the toy stores? Like there, there's some stuff. It, there there's actually quite a few like uh, cars to choose from, but it's not a huge presence. I would say um, I do see them every now and then, but it's like it's not often. Uh, but there is they a, had there their is toy line, amount. but I mean I don't know, man. I feel like cars and kids are just synonymous, just like yeah. dinosaurs and kids are synonymous. And it's like where is this stuff? Disney's killing it, and Universal's just sitting back letting them you know take the money i it, it's crazy yeah and the whole la thing is it is it is a little confusing because like the box only says park ranger i'm sure they'll hopefully change that um and as you know for not getting her own character i feel like maybe funko could have looked at it as like oh she's like she's getting special attention because you know she's got the vehicle so that's the better you know character that's the better option available um, but the fact that it, it will be an exclusive is going to make it, you know, less available. So it's not really everybody's going to be able to get it. It kind of sucks that she doesn't have her own standard figure like everybody else does. Maybe that'll be involved in, in like a second line. So that would hopefully be there. Uh, yeah, Lex, Tim. There's plenty. There's so many. Dude. Um, but th- as far as her vehicle, I just have a feeling like it's going to be either a theme park exclusive or, um, you know, a Comic-Con exclusive like I, I noted in, in the article about the um, a very similar vehicle for Indiana Jones. He had like a, a Jeep vehicle with him driving it, very similar size and all that. Um, and it was exclusive to Disney Parks and um, New York Comic Con, I think. So I think that's probably what they're saving their exclusive for because they haven't announced like when that one's coming. So I think that's probably where that will come. And Universal Studios, like they don't have – um, a ton of like exclusive items like that. I mean, they have like their stock of what, what they sell and stuff, but like something like this will drive people to those parks even more because I know when a lot of these like Disney exclusives, like Indiana Jones, even, you know, right now Indiana Jones is not really the the biggest property in the world, but people were like going out in droves to try to pick that up and, and stand in line at Comic-Con. So it's pretty popular to kind of do that kind of thing. So I'd expect that to happen for, for hers at least. I am going to try to be optimistic and hope that it's a Walmart exclusive because there's Walmarts everywhere. Yeah. Um, I dude, you know, what would make me really frustrated about this being a comic con exclusive is that Jurassic park does not have a major relationship with comic con. It's, it's never had a major presence and, and and rightfully so. It's not natively a comic book, right? So, like, to make a Jurassic Park Funko figure a Comic-Con exclusive, I think would just be – I mean, I'm going to say just – just not right, I guess, because it just feels like that's just – it's like forcing a market that – it's like forcing a market that really has never been associated with Comic-Con to, like, well, go to Comic-Con. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm not into cons. I'm going to go to, like, if you know, hopefully – Maybe the Canadian one will be the Toronto one, and I'll get lucky. And I'll, I mean, I'll go to that. That's just down the street. But like, 
then what? I got to stand in line in hopes that I get this thing. I just, I just want to buy it. Like I just want to yeah. put in an order on Amazon and have it shipped to my, to my house. You I know, know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, you know, comic cons are not necessarily a comic, you know, related as much anymore. Um, you know, the major ones, no, at least. but it's, it's but, like when Mondo Mondo makes a poster. Right. And it's like, I feel like Jurassic, like let's say like when they make Jurassic Park posters, Jurassic fans don't even get them because the people that are getting them are the Mondo fans. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, or yeah. it's like the people that like snipe on when Mondo releases it. And so then what ends up happening is the real fans of the franchise end up having to pay an arm and a leg to get, you know, um, you know, the product. Like, so for instance, I have um, the Comic-Con exclusive uh, Jurassic World print with the with the Raptor on the Explorer, and I won't I won't say how much I spent oh, on it. Like on eBay, <laughs> the day it was released, on a guy who definitely was at Comic Con, you know, like the the pictures he had on his website were very much like, oh, he's there, he's got it. Like so, but I paid a lot for it, you know, because yeah, it's I'm a collector, I'm a huge fan, and so it just sucks that that the fans of the actual franchise don't really make out. It ends up being scalpers that make out in the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. I don't know. I, I kind of understand it, but like also I don't ever go to those things either. So yeah, it is tough. But I mean, even speaking of comic cons though, Jeff Goldblum is, is appearing at a lot of cons coming up, which is really cool. Um, coming up pretty shortly too. I think like starting in like March or something. Um, I just saw a bunch pop up. I think one's um, in Megacon, I think in, in Florida and then something out in Texas. I think there's one. Um, and, uh, Calgary, I think he's, he's going to be out in there in Canada. Um, there's, there's one we're trying to keep our eye on for Toronto, right, man? Like you're right out there. We're, so that'd we're be like nice. We're crossing our fingers. So <laughs> it's like, you know, Jeff, I know you're listening. Come to Toronto, meet your Seriously. biggest fan. Right. Like, um, yeah, I was, I was like, I'm like, man, if, if Jeff Goldblum came, I've been carrying around this, uh, laser disc, this Jurassic Park laser disc. And I think it's a big I, thing I'm to sure carry you around, man. What? That's a big thing to carry around. Well, I've been like, you know, carrying around with me, like, you know, where I move, right? Oh, just, okay. You never <laughs> you know, just man. like walking like, the work, like just carrying the laser. Disc. No, no, no. But like, I just, I want to be like, I, if he was, if he was to come to Toronto, I think you have to usually buy their, their material like yeah. at, at the con, but like I would buy something and be like, Hey, I don't really want you to sign that. Can you like, please like sign my beautiful laser disc, like uh, of the movie? Um, you know, cause that would yeah. be like special, like for me, or if, if I could find a Jeff Goldblum action figure from the first movie, um, that's not an arm and a leg on eBay. Uh, maybe something like that. I, I think that would mean more to me. I, I don't know if I would just want like a signed like photo of him or, or something. I don't, I don't know. Hey man, take um, what you can get. But yeah, I understand. Yeah. You want kind of like something you've, you've held on to for all these years. I'd want to do the same thing. Yeah. And, and you usually have to you pay know, like after... 80 bucks to like see these people. <laughs> yeah. You have to spend a lot of money. Like I know it was like, uh, Gal Gadot and, uh, Henry Cavill were charging like a hundred dollars and don't get me wrong they're celebrities and their time is their time is worth X amount of dollars to them right because they could be doing a different project or uh, you know something like that and I, I think when they charge a hundred bucks I feel like that's to them that's like they're like well that's my going rate of of my face in this air you know for this amount of time but um I was super I pumped when I saw those, like those two. Like, I mean, most of the Justice League was out there, aside from Ben Affleck. But like, I was like, wow, that's really awesome that they're out there hitting the circuit and like, you know, interacting. And and she was like really like involved and like really, you know, taking awesome pictures with everybody. 
you know, being really friendly. So that was really cool to see. You don't always see like – I feel like most of the time you like the celebrities are like, hey, how's it going? All right, let's take a picture. All right, I'm done. And then but to yeah. see them like being like super happy about this and being such big celebrities, I'll be interested to see how he interacts because, you know, he's like touchy-feely. He's like, you know, hilarious kind of guy that likes to interact. So I think it'll be fun. Um, I, man, I'd love to. I'd pay the eighty bucks or whatever it would be, you know, to to go see him. That'd be so. Yeah, great. and so like for me, like to spend that kind of money on a meet and greet, it would have to be it would have to be a Jurassic Park character, or it would have to be um, a DC. Um, not that I not that I think the DC movies are like are necessarily f- outrageously fantastic, but DC is like if you look at Marvel or DC like in any realm, I'm more of a DC guy, right? Like Superman's my favorite. Uh, comic book character of all time and so for like like I think what Gal Gadot is doing is like to me she's the equivalent of like what Chris Reeve was doing with Superman in the in the 80s right like she is out there she is representing that character outside of playing that character and I think she's doing a phenomenal job and and I would love to see some of these Jurassic actors like kind of be like yeah you know what there's there's a niche group of people out there that love us for these movies and it's not just you know even though Jurassic isn't like as mainstream as a as a Marvel or as a DC right now, like they're they're loved, you know, by their by their fans, you know, and it it'd be fun. I would I would spend the money and and but and hopefully he'll come to Toronto. Jeff, please come to Toronto. Can, can I know get, you're listening. Can we get Daniela Pineda out there doing this circuit? Because I feel like she would be an absolute blast to have like, you know, meet up and and do a you know an autograph circuit or something. That would be so awesome. She's she's fantastic on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that. It'd be so fun to get the these Jurassic actors in in the mix of of doing all these you know uh, these different circuits these conventions and stuff and you know I get it it's probably these conventions are maybe a little beneath you know them but but convention culture has become really big it's become really popular um, it's a great way to like you know uh, cultivate a following and, and stuff like that so yeah. maybe they'll start coming around to it. Um, I hope so. You know, Sam Neil. Sam Neil posted a thing the other day about when when his Funko design was released. He posted a really hilarious comment. Um, yeah. You know about like how he posed for like three or four hours or whatever, <laughs> and then they still forgot the mouth or something. Like, yeah. It's, like I would love it if Sam Neil. Um, you know, just you know, if he was like, "Hey, I'm doing this one year. 2018 is going to be my year. I'm going to do the circuit. That's it." You know, like mm-hmm. if you want your if you want your Sam Neil Alan Grant fix. Uh, 20, you know, this would be the year he does it one time. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And I mean, Jeff Goldblum's got, you know, Thor under his belt and he's going to have Fallen Kingdom. So it's a good time for him to do it. I feel like Lord Dern, come on, get out there. You got, you know, promoting the 25th anniversary as well as Star Wars. Come on. Like we need more of these people out there. That'd be so good. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Um, um, let's see. What else What else is on the docket, man? Well, I don't know. Uh, where, where should we go next? I mentioned these real quick, but this Factory Entertainment, it's sort of in lines with the Funko Pops in a way. They're sort of vinyl figures like that or whatever they are. Um, they're not my favorite looking things. Did you see those? They're re, re, uh, Revos, I guess? Revos? Yeah, I did see I those. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily love them. Here's the problem with vinyl figures right now. Vinyl figures are like um, do you remember Mighty Mugs? How Mighty Mugs were the mm-hmm. only vinyl figures like yeah. getting any kind of traction. And and honestly, to me, like, I mean, I'm not knocking Funko, but I personally prefer a Mighty Mug over over like a Funko figure. I think. Really? Oh, um, I don't. Definitely not. You don't think so? No, um, yeah, I've got I've got like two of them. I think I got like, or maybe a, I got a few Star Wars ones and Indiana Jones one. 
I don't like them. They're 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 kind of like stocky and and rounded and weird. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen them, but like, but but what I'm trying to get at is is right now is if you're in the vinyl figure game, you're not really in the game unless you're Funko, right? Like, yeah. they make all the top vinyl figures. They make the Funko Pops. They make the minis. They make the randoms. Um, they make the is it Funko Cuties or something? Uh, I don't know. There's so many really- options. Yeah. There's so many Funko options. I feel like if you're making vinyl figures, you're just not really in the game. Just like, you know, my mom, I posted, uh, I posted like, oh my gosh, it's been so, I cannot believe Funko is finally doing pops. And my mom was like, what's a Funko? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, You've I'm going to try to say on. this. I was, I was like, I was like, I don't mean this is an insult to Funko, but I was like, they're like the, I was like, think of Beanie Babies in the nineties. That is Funko pop today, right? Like yep, exactly. it is the must have. Uh, inexpensive collectible uh, to get. Um, they, it's got just as much clout as like a Beanie Baby had back in those days. And I think, you know, who knows if if they strategize well and they keep continuing down the the road they're on with the licensing and and all that. Um, I think they're going to definitely have a lot larger traction than Beanie Babies have had uh, throughout the decades. But you know, I think right now they're just they're just the hot item that everyone yeah. wants and. Um, Collectors will do what they got to do to to get the ones they want. So maybe maybe an even better comparison: trolls. Those were vinyl, right? Like <laughs> with the giant hair. Trolls, trolls were vinyl back in the day, but did they have yeah. as much like like Beanie Babies was like an event? It oh was like, yeah yeah yeah. I mean, trolls were cool. They're vinyl, but like you could you could buy like different outfits and stuff. I had a, a bunch. I had a bunch of trolls. I wasn't like a. I feel like. I feel like I missed the beanie bag, uh, whatever they're called, beanie baby wagon. That's what I was trying to say. Um, okay. I feel like I missed that. My sister was into it, but I was like more of like a trolls kid. <laughs> it's so stupid, but and I, I feel I threw them all out. Like I'm, you know, what are you gonna do with trolls now? I don't know. What are you gonna do with these creepy little hairy naked yeah. little children? I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. So I, I'm looking at. Actually, I do have a Jack Sparrow too. I like that. It's got like it's so detailed and really great. And yeah, I I buy these, and I actually did think that I'm like. These are just like the Furbies of today. I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna do? Like, am I gonna throw these out? I don't know. But I, these I, these ones, I, won't throw I don't even want to buy. I won't throw like, away anything Jurassic, but um, but yeah, yeah true, like true. They're, they're the hot item right now, and uh, good on them, man. I, I hope they're enjoying that ride because like it's it's definitely doing well for them. Yeah, but those Revos or whatever Revos, they're they're not too cool. I'm not too uh, thrilled about that. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here for toys? I think we got. Um, well, I mean, speaking of collectibles, we got new announcements by Chronicle Collectibles. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Pachycephalosaur maquette and the bronze. Uh, it's the T Rex from the Breakout set, but they've like bronzed the T Rex, and you don't get the the fence or anything. They're both really cool. Um, you know, in true Chronicle fashion, they're fairly expensive, and uh, you know, quite a ways out. Um, from actually being released uh the the packies the pachycephalosaur is beautiful um i personally would if they did a gallimimus i'd be i'd be in um that's my favorite i'm not gonna say my favorite from the series but like as far as like the the lines and the elegance of of that maquette itself like i i find that i find that figure like like just somehow in my brain i i find the 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 curves on that like very attractive so if they did the gallimimus i'd be in but um, bronze T-Rex, I, I'm out cause I have a, a breakout Rex and Pachycephalosaur, I don't know, a, a fantastic figure. I just wish it wasn't just like standing there, um, like in maquette pose. I wish it was posed like 
with its head down or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would be yeah that figure um, head down. Maybe if they got like um, what do you call it? One of the jeeps from the Lost World, like smashing its head into the side of the door or something. That would be so sick. Like something like that. Um, but I think it does look. It looks so beautiful. Like uh, you know the paint job in this image looks fantastic. Uh, you know, sometimes they're not always the same, so we'll see how it turns out later, but right now it looks great. Um, and that bronze, I kind of like the bronze better, to be honest. I think that looks good. Is that the same measurements? It's like 24 inches long. Does that sound about the right uh, size of yours? Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't, okay. I don't have mine here with me, um, but it, it sounds about right. Um, $349, so that's a bit cheaper, right? So I guess they're taking some price off for not having to repaint it, right? <laughs> well, for not having to repaint it, not having to include the fencing um, and the wires uh, and all yeah, that, that stuff. stuff. Yeah. I think they're really into that maquette. Like they have the stegosaur maquette. They have the the compi maquette. They have the, the pachycephalosaur maquette. Like I, I, as far as like expensive collectibles go, I prefer like a Hot Toys kind of situation, like a posable uh, kind of thing. Um, I wish that aside from this breakout Rex, I wish they would – pose these things rather than just do like a Stan Winston maquette uh, situation yeah, um, yeah. and maybe do like like smaller but like with like a diorama like I dude I really 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 want the Indominus versus T-Rex versus Blue uh, statues but like holy crap they're gonna be expensive like yeah. the Indominus by itself is like what like eight hundred dollars or something like something that's like just that. an insane amount of money. And aren't um, they just like like insanely huge, like four feet long or something? Yeah, <laughs> like it's gonna be massive, and I feel like that's fantastic. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's my like, problem. I don't, have I don't, the, I don't, I don't know have where to put room them for a four foot long statue. <laughs> so I don't know if we're overestimating or not, but yeah, it's I don't know. I like the the little ones that came with the DVD. There's no blue, but um. Uh, they look nice, you know, for a little thing, but I'd love a giant one like this. And the bronze one looks really cool. I think, I think that would be, uh, more enticing to me than some of the other stuff recently. So I, I actually think that looks really cool. And I do love the design of that, like the sculpt and all that. I think it looks fantastic. Um, I didn't necessarily love the paint jobs, uh, that came out, but, uh, bronze, I think it looks really great. And that's like a display piece too, I think. Yeah, that's something that like honestly that's something like you could get away with like if you had like a a really nice like study or like a really nice like yeah. o- like office or something that like it blends in. You could yeah, you could you could put it up and be like this is fun but also classy. You know, like <laughs> like kind of at the same time. Yeah. Um you know, I, Sideshow <laughs> does those um with their dinosauria figures every once in a while. They'll 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 run the run of the initial uh print which like uh, like Styracosaur. Um, I have the third edition Styracosaur from uh, from Sideshow, and it's they did the original teal, which was beautiful, and then they did a bronzing of that one, um, and then they did something else that I have. Um, I want to say it's like a more of like a brown and like an orangish color. Um, but the bronze ones are always cool. They look they, like I said, they're fun, but they're kind of classy at the same time. Yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, the Toy Fair happened recently. Um, not too too much came out of there but we got a little bit here and there um these like basically repackaged velociraptor t-rex and like uh triceratops dig kits um they're they're not they're not like themed to jurassic at all really aside from some of the imagery in the background um so it's just like a repackaged thing from clementoni um 
But, you know, it, they got the logo on there. And I don't think these are, like, final um, uh, illustrations or whatnot. But, um, yeah, cool. I mean, it's it's more yeah. stuff. It's more stuff, which is nice, you know. You know, what that reminds me of is, like, I mean, just – being a 90s kid, I remember just how big and massive Jurassic Park was and how aggressive they were with the marketing. I, I never really collected Jurassic Park things that weren't artistically cohesive to Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. So, like, if they threw the logo – because, like, back in the 90s, the the wooden skeleton kits were, like, a really big, like, thing for kids to get. Oh, and yeah, dude. The, I had uh, so many of those. <laughs> yeah, or you get, like, the box of, like I – mean, I'm sure you could still get them, but, but kids out there, guys – we for Christmas one year, I literally got a box filled with dirt, and the idea was <laughs> is that you were supposed to chip away at the dirt, yeah, and there would be like a skull inside, and it was really fun. Um, but like, you're saying that like you know they're putting just Jurassic Park logos on this. That doesn't entice me to want to go out and and pick up these things that I know I can get, you know, five years down the line that aren't Jurassic Park or, or yeah. have been able to previously buy the same exact product. Um, yeah, and you're not paying yeah. for that that name, you know, on the side. And these are like dollar store items. I feel like you know, so it's it's kind of tough. They're they're fun for kids, I think. Um, but aside from having some imagery in the background, uh, really not too much to do with Jurassic. So yeah, whatever. I feel like these are the those are the kinds of things, and I'm not not that I buy things to to wait for them to go up in value, right? But like these these are the things that you buy, and then like. 20 years on eBay, they go for like less than what you spent on, on them, you know, and, and not that you should buy things for, for a markup value later, but I don't know. I just, when I was collecting Jurassic Park, um, more into my, as a kid, it didn't matter. I just got everything that I could possibly get handed to me. But like, as like an adult, like getting into the collector's market, it was like, I didn't buy anything that was like, just had the logo on it like just putting the logo on it doesn't necessarily make it like exciting to me right like it or it or is enticing now if it was like a a horizon kit or something that was like had a special mold like from the cg of like blue or something that that's something exciting um you know like a model kit or something but just throwing the jurassic world logo on on already packaged items just that doesn't do it for me no, and you know that that actually happened a lot at the um, Jurassic World exhibition. They had like the gift shop at the end with you know a lot of Jurassic themed uh, stuff, like legit stuff with you know the the logo or the real toys. Uh, but then there was like a section of like just dinosaur stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not gonna buy that because it has nothing to do with Jurassic. You know, if I'm gonna buy Jurassic stuff, I want it to be like a legit, you know, now a Mattel toy or you know, a Funko pop or something. I want it to be legit. I don't want it to be like something with the logo slapped on it. You know, that's where I stand. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Um, Ketter had this fantastic little phrase at the end of their commercials um, in the nineties, which was, if it's not Jurassic park, it's extinct. And I gotta say that still kind of holds true for me with, with dinosaur stuff. Like it's not that dinosaurs aren't interesting, but like, man, that Jurassic park, something about that Jurassic park brand really sells it to me but it's also got to be cohesive with it's got to be cohesive with the films or with the books like i don't like things that are just throwaway items like well hey we already make a dinosaur kit hey um universal can we just put the logo on it to like sell more that's like eh, that doesn't do it for me yeah some of this stuff though at the toy fair was really awesome like they're like um 
the Papo dinosaurs, like they're really awesome looking, like but they're like you said, not Jurassic, but um, but they look like it. <laughs> they look like they could have the uh, JP stamp on the leg, you know, but unfortunately they don't. Um, there was also like uh, a puzzle for um, Fallen Kingdom with the uh, the the Rex roaring in front of the volcano. So that's not like a finished product either. But you know we'll get we'll get a lot of stuff. It looks like and it, it you know maybe they're not the most exciting pieces, but it is exciting to see them branching out and doing all kinds of new stuff. So I'm excited for that. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the new board game. The yeah, new man. board game is going to be awesome. Hopefully, um, I hope there's yeah. actually. You know, there's this one that you guys were posting about, and then Mondo announced not too long ago they're doing a Jurassic Park board game as well. Yeah. Now, what stinks about that is that's going to be something that's like a limited run and like almost impossible to get. Uh, but I'm excited about both those board games. And this one that's going to be just a general like, you know, Target, Walmart, Toys R Us purchase. Um, man, I'm super excited. Like we haven't had a board game in like since the third movie. Yeah, you know, I don't, um, I don't think I had anything prior or after like Jurassic Park. I think I had something back then, um, but I don't remember it very, mo- uh, very well. Uh, but this one, I mean, it looks cool. Right now, I'm like super into like tabletop games and all that stuff. But they're they're usually like really high quality, um, great, you know, games that that take a lot of you know thought to go into them and and actually they take a lot of like learning to actually figure out how to play them so i'm hoping that this is in that line you know like where it's like a real serious game like it's not just like let's set this up and play i want it to be like in depth where it like takes you a while to figure out one of those types of games um but what's the other one yeah the jurassic park chaos gene or something like that from mondo and uh this other one's jurassic park danger um and it looks cool. I mean, it's got the uh, Isla Nublar Island on there. Um, it's got a, you know, character pamphlet looking things. I don't know, cards or something for Grant, Malcolm, Tim, Lex, uh, Hammond, Sattler, Nedry, Ray Arnold, Gennaro, and Muldoon. So, yeah, all of the human figures. It's got some dinosaurs, some other game pieces, and other cards and whatnot. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm not sure if I've heard great things about the developer um but uh we'll see i guess uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and you know play it i guess because you know a lot of the people reviewing um developers and stuff like that will will be super into it like i said kind of like playing tabletop games like 24 7 um so maybe their reviews are a little harsh but uh, hopefully I'm, I'm gonna have some fun with this one yeah and this doesn't this doesn't really fit into that you know like i was saying this doesn't fit into like oh we've already done this so like let's let's slap a logo on it like this is something new this is something i'm going to want to get because yes it's it's associated with my favorite brand but at the same time it's something that i will i have not experienced yet um so i'm looking forward to getting it it's tough for me because it's usually just me and my wife and board games aren't very fun with just two people (laughs) um so i it's going to be a while before i can after i buy it it's going to be a while before i can actually play it but um it's something i'm looking forward to doing i wish i wish board games were actually more like you know, when I if I'm gonna play Monopoly, I'm actually more than I'm actually more likely to like fire up Monopoly on the PlayStation than I am to like pull out the board because it's just a lot cleaner and it's a lot easier that way. Um, I would love it if these if tabletop games also came with some kind of digital like phone version that you could play, you know, um, on the go or or something. I don't know. 
Um, I know that's not really their business, uh, you know, model. Uh, but I would love to just play, you know, like a Jurassic Park video game that's not necessarily like a huge 60-hour epic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a digital board game or a new cell phone game that isn't a park builder, Um you know, just something. I don't know. Um, but I am I am looking forward to this tabletop game. I'm for sure going to give it a, a try. Um, maybe we'll figure out a way that we can somehow play over Skype or something. I don't know is that, if that's like a thing we can do. Um, it's like but, well, uh, playing like Battleship across, <laughs> across Skype. Yeah, just like something. We'll figure like, it out. Yeah. I would love like, to like play with other people in the community. I think it's more fun to play those kinds of games with people who care about the franchise. Yeah, I definitely want to do some live streams and stuff like that. And maybe we can work out something like that. We'll you know, FaceTime or something and, and, you know, I'll set up your pieces and we'll move it like we're playing chess or something, you know, over Skype and live stream that. That'd be kind of fun. Um, something, man. The, the strategy here, you know, it sounds kind of cool. Here's a little description. It says, um, in Jurassic Park Danger, adventure strategy game, one player controls the T-Rex, Dilophosaurus, uh, and Velociraptor prowling through the jungle to attack the humans. The other players team up as characters from the classic movie, struggling to get Jurassic Park back online and escape the island before they fall prey to old-time predators. Um, sounds fun. You know, I, I really like these kinds of strategy games. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Hopefully we can um, live stream that. Yeah, hopefully. Um, that'd be great. And, you know, speaking of games, we've been getting uh, – gosh, we've gotten some more, like, video from – is it uh, uh, Jurassic World Evolution, um, yeah. the company making that? We've gotten, like, some new footage of, like, just just dinosaur movement uh, videos, but that looks really exciting. I'm, exci- I'm excited for that game that comes out in June. So uh, that's right around the corner, it feels like. Yeah, what did they release? Um, like a Triceratops video. They're kind of like showcasing the different dinosaurs in the games, I guess, until the release probably or until more information. But they're nice like uh, – what do they call them? Species profiles or something like that. So kind of yeah. like you know, something you might see in the game, You know, kind of like a, you know, exp- explaining like what these dinosaurs are and stuff like that. Um, I kind of like it. It's got that like uh, – you know, futuristic quality to them with like a voiceover and all that. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Ceratosaurus, I think. Ceratosaurus is the one that I saw. You know, they they know that the fans they know that the fans just basically want a reskin of Operation Genesis, and it feels like that's what they're giving us. And so, mm-hmm. like, kudos to them for, um, you know, really going for it. Uh, you know, I, I hope they get to put their their spin on it. But at the end of the day, man, like I just want those Operation Genesis feelings back uh, that I had, uh, you know, as as a college kid. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Ceratosaurus looks really good. And that was one that I absolutely hated in Jurassic Park 3. I think it looks horrible. Um, but here it looks a little dulled down. It doesn't look as like red in the face. Um so I think it looks pretty good, and the way that they've like filmed it and how it looks and rendered it, it looks really good. Um, what's the other one? I think that Ceratosaur in Jurassic Park Three just looks so bad because they shot it f- like front on. Yeah, like it's just like goofy. straight at its face. And dinosaurs don't look good when you look at them straight on. Like that that terrible T Rex oh, render from Jurassic World that they yeah. use in the promotion. It looks bad because they're not. They're just not showcasing the animal from the proper angle. Yeah, you um, don't get any scope or, or size. It just looks goofy. And especially that scene, it's like, huh? I'm a ceratosaurus. I just, you know, chilling by this spino poop or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, 
what else we have the ankylosaurus one here um so that's cool to see that nothing new really um but yeah i i don't know i mean I like, I'm, I'm so excited like i cannot wait to play this game we've got a lot of stuff planned uh here in the podcast for this we're, we're super excited like as a whole i feel like a lot of us are are just like you know antsy ready to play this thing it's gonna be awesome yeah, um, I'm I'm super ready for it. I cannot wait to sink just hours and I'm gonna sink so many hours into that game. Like you will turn on your PlayStation Four, man, and I'm telling you, every time you turn it on, you're gonna see see you right there, my name, <laughs> and playing. That's what I'll be playing. Yeah, just hours and hours of it. Like I'm gonna just I'm gonna lose my soul to that game. So my problem uh, right now is I'm just stuck on Zelda. I'm I'm, pl- I'm not stuck, but I'm I'm just I got a switch. When did I get that? I might have been around. Christmas or was that my birthday? It might have been my birthday. Um, yeah, my birthday. And um, so I've been like playing Zelda just nonstop. Like I, I play it like every night for hours and hours. And this is a game that I can do the same with because, um, you know, back in the day, uh, I don't know what year came out or anything, but Roller Coaster Tycoon was like one of my favorite things to play. I would just spend They're hours, yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours building a theme park. And I absolutely love theme parks. I think Jurassic Park is a big reason for that because of the whole, you know, park in the first movie and all that. Um, and then to build, like, I unfortunately, I somehow missed out on Operation Genesis, which I'm, like, kicking myself for. I just, you know, some things you just miss, and I don't understand why. Um, so that never, you know, got on my radar for some reason. But maybe I was playing Roller Coaster Tycoon too much. I don't know, or, or The Sims or something. Um, but... Yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon is something that I actually still play to this day. Like the original Roller Coaster Tycoon, you can download like the emulator on your phone, and um, I uh, it's identical. Like it's the exact game that you played back on the PC. It's identical, and I still play that game. And there's something about it, like the control you have over every aspect, um, is what I'm hoping for in this game. Like everything. Uh, and I think I think we're we're gonna get that. You know, the processing power and the graphics, everything is so much better now. I think we have a lot of uh, tools to our advantage this time. Yeah, I I I agree too. I I hope that game is just something that I can lose myself in. And I like I said, I just want I just want to lose hours into it and just exploring this beautiful park. And I hope they put in um, a photo mode. I know last we heard they hadn't planned on it, but. Every beautiful uh, PlayStation 4 game right now has photo mode, um, and this should not be the exception. Um, and I, I just can't wait to hopefully like explore like the park that you build and share the park that I build and maybe uh, trade some kind of dinosaurs. I don't know. There, there's no news of these things happening, but that just to me is like that's the next step beyond Operation Genesis, right, is is having some kind of online component. And I, I hope to see – I can't wait to see hopefully what that is. I really do hope we can visit each other's parks. Like I, that would be awesome. You know, kind of like, um, I mean, it's not, I know it's different, but like Minecraft. Um, I've played that quite a bit and I've joined my friend's, you know, land or area and he's joined mine and we've played back and forth. He's helped me build, you know, mine. I've helped destroy his. <laughs> so I kind of want that aspect to it where, you know, we can kind of work on these together and you know at least view each other's and you know kind of interact i think that would be so awesome if that was like a possibility that'd be so great and like i mean just one other thing you know if gosh if the the developers are listening which they're probably not but uh you never know maybe um the lego jurassic world game 
dude, there is Lego Aaron running around that Jurassic World game. Like this little Lego figure looks just like me. It's got a little Jurassic Park T-shirt on, and I'm like, I'm just running around, like you know, saving the day in in Lego Jurassic Park. And if they had some kind of like, because I I want to say that the Zoo Tycoon you played a zookeeper, and there was no you just just picked male or female, I think. Um, but if they somehow put in some kind of like character creation where it was like me with my beard and like I was a little short and a little chubby and uh <laughs> you know like running around uh you know taking care of dinosaurs and it looked and I could get it to look as much like me as possible oh man that would be yeah, so cool dude that would be awesome I've I've always loved customization like that in games like um oh here's some here's some awesome I'm I actually just stumbled upon some uh actual pictures of the Funko Pops um cool they look nice um sorry i just got sidetracked there i saw no, that's fine. i saw pictures of uh the raptor t-rex and the dilophosaurus like actual somebody took a picture of them at uh i don't know where this is uh, it's in spanish um sorry interrupted you but move on no, you're fine <laughs> um but yeah i don't know like what else is, what else is in the news what else is there to look forward to this year there's some things that have leaked that we really shouldn't talk about um but i'm looking forward to that stuff uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Mattel has, uh, you know, got in store, uh, for the year. Um, I'm hoping something along the lines of like the, the spirit of the old Kenner lines. Um, I mean, there's just all kinds of things to look forward to this year. So, uh, yeah, the I don't 25th know. anniversary, like it's not just Jurassic world fallen kingdom. It's, it's 25th anniversary. So like, it's just a mashup of like two you know, different franchises in a way, like coming together and there's stuff from both. It's insane. Like toy lines are going to be covering everything it seems. And it, who knows, we're going to get so much stuff and we're all going to be so broke. Like it's ridiculous. I, I mean, already enough broke. I don't need like all this other stuff to just like run me into the ground. Thanks universal. It's, yeah. It's not even like, <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like sometimes it's not even like the, the money. I mean, I shouldn't say that money's not an option. It, it or not a not a factor. It definitely is a factor. But like at the end of the day, I don't have space to store all this stuff. Um, I was telling you earlier off uh, the microphones. Like as a kid, this is what I've always wanted. I've just wanted an endless supply of Jurassic Park merchandise to buy. And now that it's here, it's consuming me and it's taking up my my tiny living space <laughs> and so it's just like it's it's kind of the theme of Jurassic Park it's like yeah. be careful what you wish for because when you get it it will destroy you and uh, <laughs> I, I think slowly it's gonna be like me all my Jurassic Park stuff and then my wife might just leave because I've pushed her out with because I'm filling the apartment with uh, Jurassic Park goodies but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. This, it's a big year. I'm excited for it. Gosh, Jurassic Park 25th anniversary. I just put an order on uh, Universal's website to get some 25th anniversary uh, gear. Got that mug. That mug is super cool looking, so I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a big year. Big year. Um, yeah, actually, uh, Universal Studios actually has a bunch of like 25th anniversary stuff. So, yeah, they have a mug, like shot glasses – uh, t-shirts, stuff like that. So if you're, you know, heading out to, uh, I don't know if it's out, you know, outside of the U S or not, but I know in like California and, and, uh, Orlando, they have that stuff. So 
And and you know what I want? I, I I want those items, but I want like the signage. They have some awesome signage for like the 25th anniversary um, in the parks there. So I kind of want that more so. Like anybody at the they, parks, send that to me when you're done. Like, yeah. Well, hey, as long as we're asking for favors, like anybody <laughs> out there who's going to Universal, the cell phone case that says oh, that 25th phone, anniversary yeah, yeah. is not available on the website. Oh so, man, I have an iPhone 6s. You go to the parks, you DM me on Twitter. I don't want like a hundred of these things, but like you DM me, I will PayPal you the money like right away. You just buy it and you ship it to me and I'll even have you ship it to a U.S. state, uh, U.S. address so it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg for shipping. I'll pay for everything and uh, I really want that cell phone case and I'm not scheduled to go to Orlando this year, I don't think. So, okay. um, I mean, unless, unless something were to change, but as of right now, I'm not. But yeah, I really want the cell phone case. They didn't have my the T-shirt in my size. They only had up to large on the website, and I'm an extra large, uh, you know. And I gotta have a 25th anniversary T-shirt, um, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like there's just merchandise everywhere, and it's only gonna get crazier. Oh, and another one. Um, I I gotta get the uh, what is it Fisher Price um, that uh, Power Wheels. I need that. I need it. <laughs> We're gonna need that hardcore over here, you know. I want that thing so bad. There is no justification for a 32-year-old man buying a, a Power Wheels that doesn't have a kid. Like, I just, like, I don't know, man. That is so cool. I did love, though, like how um, the, you were reading the advertisement. It was like, oh, up to five miles an hour. And th- I instantly thought, but we clocked the T-Rex at 60 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour. We clocked 30, the T-Rex yeah, 30 32 miles an hour. or whatever. <laughs> 32. And, and, so. and I'm like. Like that's just instantly what I thought. I was like, "But the T Rex is faster." Like, <laughs> this is this is a problem. <laughs> and it has no, all those I, like sound effects too for like a T Rex and like the car driving or all that stuff. I think there's like all those noises, light bar and everything, all the logos. I was gonna like buy just uh, you know the go the easy route and buy it like a cheap one that's been used or whatever, um, and then repaint it and add some stickers on it and stuff and and you know use that, but. Now they're making an uh, like an official one. You know, it's got it's got the Rex like in the rear view and the side mirrors. How could I, know, I how could I not cool. like just get that one instead? It's gonna be pricey, but I think my kid's gonna love it. So let's hope. Yeah, your kid will totally love it. I think I might. Mm, no, there's no way. There's no way. I, I cannot justify buying <laughs> this for like my nephew to play with in in my parents' basement. It's just I I can't justify it. I want it so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't that wouldn't look good. I mean, if you just like took it out for a walk, sort of like a dog or something, just like kind of just rode it around or just like pushed it or something. I don't know if that would go over well with the neighbors. I really want like just an actual Jeep Wrangler. And my wife is just like, I know why you want that. I'm like, why? Well, yeah, because you just want to she's like, you just want to paint it. I'm like, (laughs) yes, but it's also a car we we need a car we, we're gonna need a new car you know um she's like i know why you want it and she's like i'm not letting you do that i'm like you'll let me do it in 10 years when that car is a piece of junk you know yeah um but uh yeah i that i think that would be the closest i could ever get to actually having a jurassic park jeep wrangler that's drivable by somebody not me good I'm luck happy for it good luck to you i don't know i can't yeah. get away with that so i'll stick with the fisher price or you know the power wheels whatever um so yeah but man, I think that's about it. I, I don't have any more news. That seems to be all. Uh, a lot of the recent stuff. I'm sure we missed some things here and there, but uh, a lot of the newsworthy stuff. So, 
man, I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it because I just been talking about it, to, you know, to myself on the news. So it's it's good to have somebody to bounce off of. Yeah, man, you can always call me up to talk about this stuff because I am I am as obsessed, if not more, more so <laughs> than than you might be. Oh, probably um, considering more, yeah. like I'm Jurassic is my number one franchise like, over over anything else. Jurassic is my <laughs> is my absolute favorite thing. Nice, dude. Well, where's everybody uh, going to find you online, see your obsession, uh, you know, firsthand? Where, where are they going to check you out? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron D. Byer. Um, I, or you can uh, look me up on IMDb to check out some of my latest projects. Again, I'm really bad at updating that. But uh, let's see, the latest things I've worked on that I can talk about. I worked on Thor Ragnarok. Uh, so you can see that in theaters, maybe, I still think. Uh, you can definitely still so see I worked on uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Never heard uh, of it. You never heard of it? No. No? No, I'm not sure. What what movie? What was it? Is it big? Was it a big movie? Or Yeah, it's, well, so it's like the eighth movie of a franchise called Star Wars. Never heard um, of it. Man, that's so weird. There's a lot of controversy big, around this movies. film. <laughs> what? Say that again? You got to work on bigger movies, man. Come on. I mean, <laughs> I kind of thought Star Wars was pretty big. Okay, um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, that's. You know I'm, I'm sorry. That's right. I have all those Legos for something called Star Wars. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, here's the thing. I got some other big movies coming up that I can't talk about right now, but I will for sure let you know, and maybe you've heard of these other ones. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep you posted. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Y'all can find me there. I've got some other things that I'm going to be doing, um, hopefully starting up on the podcast. Uh, you know, more segments. Uh, the podcast is getting really big. Thank yeah. you to everyone who's been writing in and contributing um, and participating. It's 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 gotten huge since even I've gotten involved, which is around like episode like in the 60s. Um, the podcast right now is just we're a locomotive at full bore uh, <laughs> and it's awesome. It's super fun to be a part of it. I've been super busy. Um, I'm looking forward to getting, you know, back in the mix of things, uh, with the podcast, uh, hopefully some other segments, some other customization things that I want to start doing. Ted brothers has really inspired me to get into like customizing my own toys. So I'm going to be starting that up and hopefully, uh, you know, post my progress on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, like just hit me up on Twitter, people follow me. Yeah. And, uh, right now, actually, this is coming out, uh, beginning of February, uh, we do have a competition or a contest uh, running up on our our website currently. Um, Tom Fishenden, who does the uh, Innovation Center segment, he's given away uh, Hasbro Terramimus. It's one of the hybrid figures. It's like a, it looks like a, a Dimorphodon Pteranodon looking thing. It, it's it's interesting. It's very cool colors on it. Um, so he's given that away. So you have to fill out the form, follow him and and the podcast on Twitter. Do a few things if you want um, to gain some extra entries. Go check that out. JurassicParkPodcast.com. You'll see the link on there. Um, yeah, and follow us on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. You can find all those links on our website. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it's been really good talking to you. I uh, can't wait to do more this year. Yeah, I'll see you soon, dude. Take it easy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. You too. Bye. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. 
It's a great source for everything related to the podcast and, of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.